0: Welcome to J Train Podcast. J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. That's how it works, people. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then they tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. That's how we keep it, keep the snowball rolling and growing, and moving, that's right, and listen, it's a weird year, it's a tough year, but that's why I love the sponsors of this show, they all offer you some free money for something that if it was gonna be in your life anyways, you might as well take the dose, so use the promo codes, if you're on YouTube, I love YouTube, I'm trying to grow that platform, get subscribed to the channel, even if you're not a YouTube user, many of you, Weren't podcast users before you found this show, and look at where we are now. Look at us; we're doing it. So go on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. I'm doing uh, Rose Rehash, the After Show, the Vent Sesh. That's the the the, the basically the call in advice show. So lots of stuff going on there. Plus, every podcast is a video, so you can watch as well and and see. See your boy, Papa JT, the Wizard of Haas, the Sultan of Scream, the board lord. You can check me out. The chairman of the board. Patreon also. I loved uh, someone gave a great suggestion uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned it before. Giving Patreon as a gift. If you have a friend that's really into the podcast, five bucks a month. Three extra podcasts a week. They are very personal podcasts. I would say I'm very, way more, I'm not, I'm honest here. I'm open here. But there I'm in a, I'm really talking about everything. It's not just dating. It's just kind of life in general. So if you enjoy my vibe here, you'll enjoy the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Fried. Patreon.com slash Jared All these links are in the bio of every episode of the show. We make it easy on you people. Very excited about today's guest, Uh, new to the podcast, hilarious comic, Jamie Kilstein. Thank you for coming on.
1: I have to up the shit out of my promotion game after sitting in (laughs) on that fucking intro where my podcast is literally me being like, please keep listening so I don't kill myself. Okay, bye. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you got funny little names. You got fucking links and bios. I was like, what am I doing?
0: the please don't, please follow me so I don't kill myself episodes I try to do, you know, with other Patreon. guests. We, Those yeah, are yeah Patreon. I do that on Patreon. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a Patreon exclusive episode. Dude, it,
1: it is funny what I was listening to you say that because I have a Patreon on mine too. And me and you, you listen to our podcast and you're like, whoa, they're, that's as vulnerable as you can get. But there mm. is something about being on Patreon where I'm like, I'm throwing my family under the bus. Like, it's just fucking, <laughs> it's no rules.
0: It's, it's funny that we're $5 away from knowing that like, oh, no one, everyone here
1: is trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I, I, I literally thought about that the other day. I'm like, no, chances are you guys are the psycho fans who could ruin me, but like, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, if you have $5, I'll trust you with my most intimate secrets.
0: Well, it's the most interesting part about creativity. The minute you trust, the minute you feel safe is the minute you are, I, I, you know, it's funny. You were like, you could ruin me, but I, I listen to all those podcasts. I always like, I do a check-in after every episode of everything I do. Yeah. And I go, and, and, and like, you know, Jess, my girlfriend, she's here overhearing things. And I'm like, do you think, was there anything, do you think that part? And she'll go, no, no, no. And it's like through having that, no, no, no. It's like, oh, okay, and I have that with Patreon a lot where I'm like, but then I think about it, I'm like, no, this is my most authentic self. That's the problem. So it's like because there's such a free – when you feel comfortable, when you feel the audience is on your side or that there's not that random person that finds you on the Discover page that's like, fuck you, bro, like you end up being funnier, more creative, more insightful.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, especially like – and you're right because no matter how big – we get I still I'll second guess tweets. Where oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, OK, I really want to tweet this thing about this issue because it's really important to me. And then I visualize a stranger who I have never met calling me <laughs> a cuck, which is kind of hilarious. And I'm like, man, I don't want to deal with that shit today. And then I'm like, over to Patreon. Yeah, it's it, you know, and, and I feel like if everybody this sounds so cheesy, but if everybody was living their authentic uh, self all of the time, we would actually be out of our heads and we would all be living in that sort of beautiful artistic uh, flow state a lot more. But instead, we are always projecting our version of like self our insecurities onto the person we're talking to, onto the social media platform. Yeah. And, and so but then by holding our shit back, we end up kind of becoming a version of ourselves that we were trying to avoid whereas yeah when we get to this place where it feels safe suddenly you're like wow i'm fucking funny even the podcasts i do <laughs> you can tell the ones where i really like the person and i'm comfortable just because i'm not trying to be what i think a comedian like i have to do bobby kelly's podcast next i'm such a big fan of bobby kelly and i think boss yeah is on, bobby's I'm- the best they're the fucking best but i'm also like nervous because when i'm around guys like that i'm like okay i have to be what a comic is supposed to be <laughs> and i'm like what does that mean does it, you know what I mean? like i have to uh, do i could do i say I fuck their mom what do i do yeah. and like and it, i'm i'm literally telling myself just fucking just do this just be this just it, be it this
0: is more. it's interesting you say that because it's sometimes you'll meet someone after a show and you can tell they're at a 10 yeah. and and you're like dude like you're funny like well like I'm happy if you get what I'm putting out there you're you're a funny person too like mm-hmm. just you know you don't have to come in here and be like fart Pussy vagina, ah, right. and it's like right, right, right. no, we can just fucking talk. It'll it'll happen, and, and hey, that's can, the same can, thing. Can,
1: can you not do my uh, fart pussy vagina closer <laughs> on your show and give away my my big my big punchline? I'm and, sorry, I just see your face and I was like, oh my uh, god, like, I I just want to do one of his classics, fart pussy vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the cla- <laughs> I have it on every album I've done, uh, just that bit. The the one that breaks my heart the most is so you get like the drunk loud people who come up to you after a show. And they have Mm. no problem fucking holding court at, like, the merge table or whatever. Sure. But but then you'll get the DMs after the show – from like the really sweet, interesting people who I'll always get like, Hey man, I didn't want to bother you. Cause you are with those people. I don't know. It's <laughs> stupid, but like, I just want to talk about like Simpsons and pro wrestling. And I'm like, what? That's all I want to talk about is Simpsons and pro wrestling. Where, yeah. the, why didn't you fucking stay? <laughs> and, but again, it goes into that like self-belief. What we're projecting is that person had a conversation in their head that didn't exist with me not wanting to talk to them. And so they went home. And we're sad. And then the person who gives no fucks, who is just yeah. filled with mediocrity and like hacky jokes and shit like that, uh, they will just pounce to the front of the line you, with you know zero I, thought of anyone else.
0: You know, when I was thinking about this was when TikTok was out, but then everyone was kind of hating on it because they were like, It's for young people dancing. Yes. And then I got on it and I was like, I I kind of like was like let's see what this can be and I what I noticed was because I had no one following me on there I was kind of free I would just make these videos I would I was free yeah. to be like hey whatever I don't know what I'm gonna use this for I I'm I'm pretty positive I'm I'm not gonna be the dancing comedian on here right but <laughs> but I I'm gonna figure out how to use the tool to build my own house and then I would put like. Every now and again I'd have one that I like liked a lot and I would put it on Instagram where I have more yeah. of a following and I would be like and and it would be like this whole different side of being funny that I Dude. was afraid to do for a bigger audience. You know, TikTok kind of became the back of the bar open mic for me.
1: Yeah. Dude, I it's so fucking it's so wild you said that because okay, so my year uh, well, and I say this on the album, it's not supposed to be a punchline, but it leads into jokes. But, like, my year was bad before COVID happened. And, yeah. like, everyone's – I was like, can't get worse. And then fucking it got worse, right? Where in one week, Uh, mom almost died, girlfriend left, cat died. Cat was the thing I'm, like, still destroyed about. And okay. no offense to my girlfriend. Of
0: all she... the things, yeah.
1: Dude, it, it, this literally would happen where she'd see me sobbing and she'd be like, hey, we're still going to be friends. And I would have to be like, what is she – Oh, yeah, okay, but it was I was always crying about like the <laughs> fucking cat every single time. And yeah. uh and so then covid happens, so stand up gets canceled and all this stuff. And I did the same with Instagram, where I was main I was be, I'm begrudgingly on Twitter because it's where I have like the biggest following and it's where I mm. used to be like a little shithead about politics and just tweet about that, which I am just removed from right now. And <laughs> I was always the comedian who, you know, fucking one London newspaper compares you to Bill Hicks and you're suddenly smoking cigarettes and you're like, fuck the industry. And so I (laughs) never acted. I never did sketches. I never even I mean, not to plug this album, but this is the first time I've even talked about dating. Or yeah. personal shit. I've been a political comic for so long that to me, dating material is the edgiest shit I've ever done because mm. it's the most vulnerable I've ever been. Right. And so on Instagram, and I have kind of a weirder sense of humor. Like w- if you watch like my Conan, I'm screaming about drone strikes and shit. And like I believed everything I said. But what makes me laugh off stage. Is like silly shit, right? And I like talking about relationships more than I like talking about politics and or philosophy or whatever. And so I'm on. I I go well. I got to do something because if I'm not creating, and I just lost like my family essentially, and I'm in a new city, so I don't know anybody. I was like, I got to just start making shit. And so I started making these solo sketches, these three minute sketches on Instagram. And I don't have the biggest following, but I had like. 500 followers on Instagram. And now it's almost like 12,000 and it got verified. And that's only in a couple months of quarantine just because, and what's cool about the audience I have now on Instagram, you know, Twitter, it's like, there's a bunch of people, but who's actually paying attention to me. Those 12,000 people on Instagram are hardcore fans that found me through content, not because like I called some politician, a fucking asshole. And yeah, so you, it's, it, it's a you much not
0: agreeing to a, Twitter has a nature of agreeing to agree. Yes. And and Instagram, you know, especially with videos, there's a nature of like, oh, I, people really had a good time with this.
1: This made me laugh. And then I started talking about mental health stuff. And so all this shit that I always told myself – That I couldn't do. I told myself that I couldn't act. I told myself that I couldn't write because I'm a high school dropout again. It's all these fucking stories we tell ourselves. And so I was like, yeah, I'm the fucking degenerate comedian. And I was like, no, man, I like making these fucking weird comedy videos. And suddenly these weird comedy videos started doing well. But just like you with TikTok, it was because I didn't give a fuck. I didn't have an audience there. So I'm like, whatever. And then uh, I just kept doing it.
0: There wasn't an annoying person yelling at you like, "Hey, where's where's the political stuff? Where when are you gonna yeah. ta- start calling people
1: out and their shit?"
0: And you're like, ah, "Yeah, that's not even it's stopped actually, being it, fun.
1: Yeah, it, it was well, fun one time, and now and it what, isn't." And what's funny is the opposite actually happened on Instagram because I was doing such non-political videos that when I would do. The least controversial political thing. Like, I'm like, hey, don't kill black people. Suddenly people are like, go back to making comedy. And (laughs) that fucking, by the way, the fact that we even let those voices come into our head a little bit. Where it's just these sad little shitheads who read our content for fucking free misquote it to their <laughs> shitty work friends because they don't know how to think of anything funny. And then when we say something they don't like, they're like, move it along, fella. Dude, and it's it, like, when have you paid a bill of mine, motherfucker, where, like, uh, you can tell me and the fact that I ever even let it get to me. because
0: I got, I got You're talking. To, you're talking to the guy with the quickest block finger in the West. I am yeah, the, the, the quickest... <laughs> I will block people. You yeah. don't. E- I could smell troll, yes. and I'm yes. like gone. I don't. Yeah. I won't. I won't lose a blink of sleep over it. But I listen. I'm talking about a lot. Pay, Talking about paying rent. I want everyone to go follow Jamie on Instagram at oh, the Jamie Kilstein. Go right now. He has an album out. Now, every now and again on this podcast, this isn't a comedy podcast. We're gonna get to the emails. JTrain at gmail.com. We don't, you know, we get we get behind the curtain every now and again. I bring on comedians and they're coming here to sell their wares. And right. I love it. They're coming here to be funny. We're gonna answer the emails. They're gonna give, and I think Jamie's gonna be a great guest for this podcast because he has his own podcast called A Fuck Up's Guide to self-help it's called the fuck-ups guide to self-help explain give me the one minute trailer what how would you explain a fuck-ups guide to self-help i'm also i've been a guest on the podcast we had a blast on it so i want everyone to go listen and go subscribe to jamie's podcast how would you explain to the listeners
1: I mean it's the title it's it's that I mean it's probably similar to a lot of the stuff you do where instead of trying to help people from this perch of like I know it all or oh if you want to feel better just go into your cryotherapy you know what sure. I mean like it's more <laughs> like hey here are all of the mistakes I've made but I'm also working on myself every fucking day I can help you through that kind of like honesty. And then what it's also sort of turning into is like, I had you on and then the week after you, it was Nicole Aniston that like massive porn star, but we didn't even talk about fucking. We talked like me and you talked more about fucking me and her talked about like spirituality. What it's kind of turning into is just don't be a dick, be nice to each other and like go after your crazy dream. And you're probably better than you think you are. Is kind of like the themes.
0: A lot of that is about commiseration. It's like, hey... I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Let's talk this out and just realize that we've all been in the same boat or similar boats or we've floated alongside of one another. And I love that.
1: And that we're trying to get better. Like, I think I was talking to a friend about this the other day where there are so many people who will own their bullshit instead of confronting it. Like, I'm just the jealous girl. I'm just the fucking Uh, guy who gets drunk. I'm just whatever. And to me, it's like the things I've done – like, I fucking cheated and I hate that I did it. And ever since I did it, I have, like, instead of just being like, that's just who I am, man. Fucking yeah. <laughs> look, biologically, <laughs> if you look at apes, like, I, instead of doing that, I'm just like, man, that fucking sucks. How could I have not done that? And then how can I be the best partner I can now? So it's shit like that, where it's like, guys, every day I'm working on myself right along fucking with you. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, it, that it gives it. them that safe, you know. It's like when someone says, I'm the sarcastic one. It's like, no, you're just – that's a different way of saying that you're an asshole without – You're loud. Fixing it. Yeah, you're a loud asshole. You you
1: took the Simpsons girl (laughs) spot in my merch line, and I'm furious.
0: (laughs) Also, you have a a stand-up album. So listen, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Music, anywhere you listen to music, all these comedians have amazing – fantastically produced, fantastically written comedy specials that I consider the cousin to the podcast. If the the podcast is you listening to Jamie and I kind of going back and forth answering these emails, The Cousin is a stand-up album where if you closed your eyes... It's like you're in the comedy club with them. I have an album that's out right now. Jamie has a brand new album called 25% Capacity. <laughs> Go find it anywhere you listen to music. You can listen to Jamie Kilstein's album. You type in Jamie Kilstein, it's there. You type in 25% Capacity, it's there. So considering the the title, I'm going to assume it's a covid Yep. album
1: because it's Co- 25% capacity yep. is how many people you can have in the room. I I wrote it during this. It sounds like 2020. It was in a shady fucking warehouse with like a wandering cat. It was exactly Love it. what I fucking wanted. It's about loneliness. It's about COVID. It's about being single for the first time. It's about like all sort of it, yeah, it's sex stuff for the first time. It's me trying to date younger girls who grew up on fucking hardcore porn when I grew up on like romantic comedies and like it's, <laughs> it's just just the most fucking. There's a little politics in there, but it is easily the most fun album I've ever had. Where I told my manager, I'm like, if this is the last album I ever do, I'm thrilled. Like, so I, I love feel like that I, I went I, out on my fucking shield. <laughs> but also,
0: it's you know, it's a time right now where everyone's looking for different ways to kind of like let their brain be on the shelf. A comedy album is a great thing for that, yes. and also. Just to have fun for a few minutes and laugh at what's going on when so much of it isn't funny, that's a great thing to do with your time. So I want everyone to go find Jamie's album at the Jamie Kilstein on Instagram. It's going to be all over my social media. 25% capacity. That's the album. I'll swipe up to it so you'll know where to find it. Let's do some emails. You ready? Fuck yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. Jared. I'm struggling in a dating situation and feel like your advice could really help. I matched with a guy on Hinge in March, but we didn't get to meet in person until May because of COVID, which gave us a chance to get to know each other. Because he lives an hour away, we would only see each other on the weekends and would alternate staying at my place and his. When we met, I told him I wasn't interested in having kids. I'm 37, and he told me he could go either way, have them or not. We had a few conversations about kids while we were dating, and last week of October, we had another conversation, which to me didn't feel any different than the one we had prior. Suddenly, he stopped messaging me, and I could tell he was withdrawing. I asked him what was going on, and he told me that he thinks he may be depressed, and he's also trying to evaluate what he wants and whether he can continue being together if I don't want kids. I'm so hurt and don't understand how he could shift his feelings so suddenly. He has only been in touch with me intermittently and tends to stop texting mid conversation, even when he is the one who initiated texting. I feel like he is stringing me along in case he can't find another better option. I have deleted his contact information in order to prevent myself from initiating contact with him. Though I do really want to be with him and hear from him. I keep looking at my phone, hoping he will text me if he connects. If he contacts me, what should I say to him? Should I tell him not to contact me anymore? I'm torn between wanting to maintain contact but also not wanting to have false hope that he will decide he wants. Wants to be with me just because he texts me every few days is it better to cut off contact altogether so jamie kelstein what do you think of this situation
1: oh boy um i think her inclination to delete his contact info was the right one yeah i think that he is either using the depressed he's either completely full of shit And he is too afraid to get out of the relationship, which I've done before. And, you know, he's kind of leaning on the depressed thing because you can't get mad at me if I'm sad. Um, Mm. and, And kind of playing that and the fact that he will start talking and then start to bail tells me that if not depressed, there's definitely like some dependency issue where like he's feeling lonely. He starts doing it. He starts texting her and then midway either realizes, no offense to your listener, oh, no. fuck, that's right, I, I, I'm i not supposed to be talking to her and he pulls away or he feels bad and he's like, what am I doing? I'm going to string her along and then he just disappears. But either which way, it's like not being respectful of her. You have to, you know, if you fucked up and you texted her and you realize that, then Just say it. I mean, that's almost better than just this constant stringing along. I would say for her, it's right now you're you're in this like purgatory where you're not getting the best of either situation. You've blocked his, you've deleted his contact info, which Mm -hmm. is great. But if you're still looking at your phone, waiting for him to text, you haven't. Here, I'll I'll sound like I I'm on like NPR. You haven't deleted it from your heart. Like you're you're not <laughs> you're not you're not getting any of the benefits of cutting this guy fucking loose. So but, I say, if you're gonna cut him loose, fucking cut him loose and live your life and cool.
0: Sure, I I, I want to go back. I think. Everything you said was great. I think if someone's in a similar situation, they should rewind and re-listen to what you just said because I I, I know that you're very open about mental health. Yes. And so I, I I think it's so interesting as someone like listen, I I think we all deal with every different everyone deals with some version of mental health issues. I yep. and I would say I've never been to therapy, but I'm pretty open about mistakes and feelings and especially on this podcast but the way you just put it is so interesting because I say this a lot where it's like people take this moral superiority or like they they put the thing at the top of the mountain that you can't disagree with and it's interesting to hear that you're like you know he's using depression whether it's true or not it's being used
1: yeah and 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 you know just to be really clear. Like, yeah, I do talk about mental health. My DMS are either filled with people going, I don't get the hot girl DMS. I get either the guys who are like, Hey, I was going to kill myself until I heard your episode, or I'll get a girl that's like, Hey, are you going to kill yourself? And are you okay? (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) it's one or the other. And so like, I take it very seriously. And I don't doubt that this guy deals with depression and anxiety. What I'm saying is, and I've never really talked about this is there have been times where even though I deal with depression and anxiety, even though I've tried to kill myself, even though I've been suicidal, there have also been times where I have used that to get what I want or to end a conversation or to, or to back away. Now, there are legitimately times where someone will be like, I'm so fucking depressed. I really can't talk about this right now. And I would be like, can we talk about this another time? Can we do this? Like, that is okay. You are allowed to be fucking Mm -hmm. depressed. You are allowed to ask for space. However, if what this guy keeps doing is initiating the conversation, then suddenly being like, oh, I'm depressed and disappearing or disappearing in the next day. Sorry, I was sad and I can't handle it. Cool, man. Don't fucking string her along. Like, well, he's also
0: he's also operating in a world where his mental health is the only one that matters. His right now he's using her to get through his own shit. Right. And, and right. it's like that,
1: thats affecting that, her mental health.
0: Yeah. So that lives in a world where no one else has mental health issues except for you. No. Yeah. But it, so when I hear that he's saying he's dealing with depression and then he says, well, I don't know about the kids thing. That feels like once I would go fine, let him have his space, let him go seek therapy two when you use two big items that are
1: just gonna you can't that.
0: disagree with then yes. you're like dude it's as if he took out two weapons to fight you away with and yes. he's not the only, and I'm not saying that he's a bad person i am saying no. that he is doing the most human thing on earth which is I like this girl. I don't want to lose this girl. I don't want to be mean to her, but I know we're not going to be together forever. So I need to use other reasons that are outside of my control that are To make ones. sure that to, to to end this or to get away yeah. from it.
1: And it's also it's not like pulling out two little knives. He went for like the katana and like a yeah. fucking bow staff. <laughs> where it's just like these like where it's like, take it down, buddy. Yeah, you're right. I wanted to call that out too. And look, the other side, so to anyone listening, it would be funny if they both listened, but to anyone yeah. On that mental health side where you're calling yourself, where you're realizing, oh, my God, I've fucking done that. Like I realized is my advice for you is the more you start to work on yourself and not accept depression as a fucking death sentence and live moment for moment. I had someone I did like a live chat with my fans on Patreon and someone Mm -hmm. goes, I've been having a really bad year and this was a really bright moment which is just a sweet, normal compliment. But I, I had this realization then where I was like, no, but that means you're having a really good, it's just this moment, all the other shit's in the past. So you get to start from this moment. I mean, that's yeah. what I learned from like meditation and Buddhism and all this shit, where it's like, if you are constantly, again, you're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to feel you know, these feelings, but if your goal is, how can I move forward? How can I make the next moment better? Um, and you really start working on yourself suddenly, you know, this is the most confident because in the beginning of the year, I'm like, well, I either try to kill myself again or I fucking become the best version of myself I've been. And mm-hmm. so that's why I doubled down on meditation, on reading, on am working out on like following my dreams, like all that stuff. And then, yeah, it's now if I'm talking to a girl and suddenly I'm like, oh, this isn't a great idea. Instead of just being too afraid to do anything about it or too insecure Why I still need to feel like there's still a girl who wants to fuck me. I can be really blunt and be like, Hey, I can't do anything right now because of this and you're great and I'm really sorry. And yeah, I mean, I have stopped. Well, that's, so... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I've turned down more sex than I've ever turned down in my life because <laughs> usually the only thing I needed was you want to have sex with me. I'm in because I just don't like sure. myself. And now I'm like, I can, because I actually like myself, I have the foresight to be like, fast forward well, a little bit, be like, this is going to be a disaster if we have sex.
0: And, and that's called working on yourself, which is not what this guy is doing. This guy is exactly. avoiding working on himself by coming back to you, going away, coming back to you. And I don't think he's plotting this. I don't think he's like, well, I so you know, it, it, I think what you're saying is he's midway through writing the check he can't cash and then going, oh, shit, I don't have that much money. That's oh, every time right. he talks to her. So yes. I think also for her, the kids thing, you say you don't want to have a kid, that's great. I don't think that's you. – don't make it about that. I think – you it's okay let pe- especially with COVID, like we're we're revealing these things in our relationships way faster than we normally would have you're spending more time together they're f- spending weekends together they're basically vacation with each other on alternate weekends yeah. but the idea that he would go i could go either way and now he's using the kid thing Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that he would go, well, maybe I do. The minute he starts questioning if you two would be together long-term, that's the first most natural thing to think about.
1: Oh, here's something else I can say um, that will probably affect other people listening to this show. So Tony Robbins has a quote where he talks about the, the key to keeping the passion in a relationship is something like, it's like attraction plus an obstacle. And I think we've all had these, relationships where it's like we're flirting and we shouldn't or we're long distance or there's some kind of fucking drama or then we pull we pull drama in like maybe you fight a lot and then when you come together it's like this like oh this excitement right so that's why they talk about if you're in a relationship still being independent even taking separate vacations doing stuff like that can be really good for the relationship mm-hmm. The most insane person I have ever let move into my home uh, <laughs> started this way, where we met uh, in one city. I lived in Los Angeles and we did these vacations to see each other. And it was just the like hottest, most fucking romantic, like fucking six times a day, taking pictures together, all this yeah. stuff. And we moved in within three months because there is something about we're talking on the phone. That's nostalgic. We're talking on the phone every day. We're worried. We don't know what that person does during the day. I don't know what her day job is. I don't know what her, you know, like where the fuck could she be? Like all this stuff. And it's just this build up until okay, well I get to see her on Friday. I get to see her on Friday. And then, you know, we'd meet down by the fucking beach and the sunset. Cause now these two days we have together have to be like perfect and passionate and all this stuff. And then we move in together and it's just like, oh you're like an abusive monster but like (laughs) there is something well i was just gonna say her relationship with this guy probably went way the fuck faster than it should have because you had that intense drama and obstacle of the distance, of talking mm-hmm. on the phone, of coming together. Oh, my God, I missed you so much. Instead of you're just, you know, you're seeing each other every day. You know, you, you can spend the night if you want. shit you, like that.
0: You need the boring parts of the relationship. You yes. need the, what are we going to watch? You want to watch Survivor? You want to start right. at season <laughs> one? You know, you, you need that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We are sponsor people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Fab Fit Fun. The Winter Box is on sale now. I love Fab Fit Fun. I love what it does for your soul. What do you mean by that, Jared? Well, what I mean is that we're all very hard on ourselves. You walk by things in the store and you say, uh, "Do I deserve it? Should I get it? Ah, uh, do I need it?" Well. FabFitFun alleviates you of the guilt involved with treating yourself because it comes in one big box. You get so many different items that make you feel good. One of those items is going to be a part of your daily routine. They sent a FabFitFun winter box and Jess, I said, Jess, what's your favorite thing in the box? She was like this wish vanilla bean lip scrub. I'm looking at it and it's For your lips, when it gets cold out and your lips get those little cracks in it and they get dry, this gently exfoliates, smooths, and softens. So it's like you're giving your lips a spa treatment. You're gently exfoliating those little cracky spots in your lips that bother you over the wintertime. And what a gift that is because... Jess went through the whole box. She said she loved everything, but this is now in in the rotation. This is now the Wish Vanilla Bean Lip, lip Scrub is now a part of her everyday life. They also sent skill, silk scrunchies that she loves. She loves a silk scrunchie. She's wearing it right now. It's leopard print. She's all, you know, she's a leopard within, but now... The leopard is on the outside as well. So she loves, listen, I could go on and on. I, I, I think that what FabFitFun does is great both for the things you'll get, but also mentally it fills your soul you get something nice. It's a gift to yourself. There are 16 female-founded brands that are in the winter box this season. It's That's amazing. And look it, I got this, Paradox, Los Angeles, Lucky Stars, Blemish Patches. Jess uses these all the time. I don't even know them. The The Blemish Patch, it goes over like a pimple, and she was wearing it. I was like, you could have worn this out. It, looked, it, it I didn't even notice it. So these are all great things that, Become a part of your routine and to get something that's a part of your routine that's good, Fat Fit Fun gives you the opportunity to be good to yourself. So they have so many, a wide variety of products when you order, get seasonal must-haves without leaving home. If this is your first box or your 12-box, box or no box this season, this I'm just a fan. What products are you most Oh, it's asking me question. I just told you. So order your winter box today. Sign up so you can snag amazing products like the Isla Limitless Lash Mascara or Laura Geller Cinnamon and Spice Eyeshadow Palette when you customize. So you can customize. You can get the things that look good to you. Use coupon code JTrain. That's coupon code JTrain for 10, 10, 10, 10. off your first box at fabfitfun.com. That's coupon code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com and customize the best gift you can give yourself. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. The holidays can be the most stressful time of the year if only there were some bearded man with a bottomless bag of everything you need to cross off that list. Thankfully, our friends at MeUndies have the next best festive thing. MeUndies curated a list of the stuff your friends really want this year so you can soften this holiday stress. What's the saying? Work softer, not harder. Their micro-modal is not only super soft, but breathable, light, and impossibly cozy. And it's made from beechwood trees. What's better than that? It's everything you need to have a stress-free and comfortable holiday. Gift some MeUndies with me. Oh, give some me time, it says. With me undies, sustainably soft undies, PJ sets, slippers, and more. I'll say this. I have the lounge shorts. That is the most comfortable thing I have ever put on my body. Right now, I'm looking outside. It's gray. It's snowing. We have a snowstorm coming. And I am going to slip into those lounge shorts, and I am going to just lay the day away and you know what it's gonna feel great because that fabric is softer than anything I've ever put on my body and I love it and it's perfect for this time of year especially and what a gift what a great gift because what people want is stuff that is usable so if you got a boyfriend you got a girlfriend you got a mama dad a sister a brother whatever it is Family, This is the perfect gift because MeUndies has all the stuff you need. Soft undies, PJs. Yeah, I can understand where you're like, I don't want to give dad underwear, but your dad is going to be loving the lounge shorts or the PJ sets. Ooh. And slippers? Come on. Who doesn't love that stuff? You can also get a membership with the MeUndies gift card. Their membership is a subscription that sends new pairs right to their door so they never have to run out of undies again. So there's a lot of options with MeUndies, especially for the gift giver out there. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15, 15, 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not fast, satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So that's great. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain and have a comfortable holiday. JTrain podcast at J JTrain podcast at Juma.com here with Jamie Kilstein at The Jamie Kilstein, go follow, go follow, go follow. The new album, 25% capacity. Go listen anywhere you can listen to music. Fuck the haters. I cheated on my last boyfriend with my current one, who I love. How do I own this and move forward? Jared, feather feather. Thanks for the fire content during the pandemic. I'm officially a Patreon member of yours, and I appreciate all that you do. I hope you get to Denver sometime to do a show so I can see you live. I need some advice on how to handle a situation I'm in. I was in a five-year relationship that ended about two years ago. I thought we were going to get married, but we wound up wanting different things in life and broke up for a number of reasons, including mistakes we both made. It was a really difficult time, uh, but I've moved on and have been in a new relationship for about a year now with a man I am head over heels in love with, and it feels right in a way my last relationship never did. Good for you. Here's the catch. I cheated on my previous boyfriend with my current one. The cheating occurred several years ago at the time I felt super guilty and ended the affair with my now boyfriend. I went to therapy after going through a lot of shame, bad coping mechanisms, et cetera, to deal with the guilt. But I ultimately realized I couldn't live with myself and wound up telling my ex that I had cheated on him and with who a while after it had happened. We tried to make things work for a little bit after that, but it just didn't. To be honest, my cheating was the cherry on top of a slew of other reasons why we needed to break up. My current boyfriend always wanted to date me and continue pursuing me after the breakup. I finally decided to give it a shot, and it, ju- and it just worked out. I know it sounds bad, but I honestly wish I left my ex for him years ago. We are just a really good match, have intense chemistry, and he loves me deeply. I still feel guilty for cheating on my ex, who I now am on speaking terms with. We went through a lot together for a long time because of that, still uh, have a bond as good friends. We've forgiven each other and respect each other a lot as individuals and talk a couple times a month. He moved away, so we only talk on the phone. I still care about him deeply as a person, and I won't lie. Part of me is ashamed to tell him that I'm in love with the man I cheated on him with though we have both expressed we want each other to find happiness with someone new I'm afraid to tell him about my current relationship ooh because of all this I have kept my new relationship private and basically off social media entirely it's not something I'm hiding from the world but I haven't done things like post pictures of us on Instagram Mm -hmm. while I can say for sure there are zero zero romantic feelings between my ex and I he's talked to me about girls he's hooked up with since the breakup etc I really value the friendship I have with my ex and respect we have uh, for one another I am also so nervous about what a lot of our mutual friends and his family will think and say once this is fully out in the open is how it- do i navigate this so i can move forward with my current boyfriend in terms of things like couple photos moving in together marriage eventually etc without a giant feeling being a giant piece of shit am i a horrible person for entering a serious relation with the man i cheated with am i allowed to move on and be happy and is this something i should tell my ex or should i let him uh find out eventually down the line I know what I did was fucked up, but should I have avoided dating someone I am unbelievably happy with just to avoid hurting someone who isn't in my life romantically anymore? For context, I'm 29. My ex is 30. My current boyfriend is 31. My ex and I also both established that we don't owe each other anything in terms of disclosing who we are hooking up with, dating, et cetera, unless we feel like it sincerely. Tired of worrying about what people think. This is a great email. I love it. I think there's a lot here to unpack. Um, Jamie Kilstein, what do you think?
1: I have so many thoughts that I don't know if it's going to, you remember the Simpsons where Homer is like the shining episode and it's just like, "Ah, ah," like this is how I feel right now where I have so many thoughts and I hope they come out. I, the only person she is fucking torturing herself for nothing.
0: I know. It's like you made the, 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 the constant throughout this email is I'm a horrible cheat person because I cheated. But and it's like weird? yeah, but I, I just that seems to be pervasive throughout the whole email. She keeps apologizing. I know I'm bad, but this I know I'm this I'm yeah. this. But it's like give yourself a break. You did it. It's okay. And, it happened. And, he, you guys are friends now. Like it's been accepted.
1: And I was totally on her side until she started talking about like how she's not posting pictures of her and her new boyfriend because she doesn't want her ex to see it where it's like, okay, now the guilt is starting to affect your new relationship. And that's yeah. not cool. I think that what the, the first half of her email mm-hmm. I thought was very simple, which is she cheated. Not good. I cheated. Yeah, not good. What she did with that was decide, I never want to feel this way again. I never want to do this again, which is what I did. And she worked on herself. Great. So we have to let that go now. That's in the past. We all make mistakes. The amount of people who have come to me and told me their cheating stories or told me are countless. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them, when you forgive yourself, you can move on and you can have a healthy relationship, right? The reason we go through trauma is to make ourselves better people, to make ourselves stronger people. So y- if you're still holding on to that, you're essentially using that as an excuse to still be kind of shitty to your new boyfriend um mm-hmm. when like you need to cool man, you learn from it you're not don't cheat on this new boyfriend. That's all you have to do. all you have to do is yeah. not cheat on this new boyfriend <laughs> and we've learned our lesson and you're great. and apologize to the last
0: boyfriend and yeah that's and it, uh, but, but okay it yeah that's
1: fucking weird. Is that you are still so concerned about what your old boyfriend thinks that you're letting it affect this guy who you say is wonderful and is madly in love with you, and you're not even posting pictures on Instagram? I'm not saying that that's a kind of emotional cheating, but if you, even though you said you're not attracted, there's nothing romantic, if you are, if I found out that the reason that my girlfriend is not posting pictures. Of us on social media is because of her ex-boyfriend I'm not saying you're getting yourself into the same kind of cheating situation but it is like a kind of like a withholding lying situation so
0: I would say I would say to that I think that so that's kind of where this all starts there's a lot here but let's start at you consider your ex a friend if your ex is a friend they will be able to hear, even though it's a tough conversation, because I even like to me, I don't think she trusts that this is a friend. To me, it feels like she is in it, feels like there's like an indentured servitude that's going yeah. on to the ex that she's paying off a debt that she created because of the cheating.
1: And remember, to me, he's telling her about fucking girls he's banging. So, why she can't do the same just because well i i I would assume when she brings up the
0: friends and the family and knowing the family i would assume she feels a lot of like public shame she feels like she's wearing you know the a the the hester Pryn. you know she's she's the she's the one that cheated on her boyfriend who was so good to her and i think also there's an unfair thing of like the way women are treated when they cheat versus when men cheat. Oh, men God. cheat. It's like, it's like, oh, fives. he just, yeah, you just, he, uh, guys want to fuck. I get it. Women cheat. It's like, oh, that, that horrible shrewd. She's uh, a witch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, that's not fair at all. And that's no. what's happening right now. She's holding herself right. to some, so I would say to her, right now, like when I, when people come to me with like friends with benefit situations, I always kind of doubt whether they're friends or not. And sometimes when someone's like, I want my friends with benefits situation to become a real relationship, it's like, well, you're not really friends. You have been acting in service of them to get them to like you yeah. to become more than friends. Right. So in the same way, this is kind of happening here. She is acting in servitude to this Guy, because she wants to make sure she can make him whole again yes. for the mistakes she's made in the past. But so
1: it's like you, she, you are not responsible for him. And if this guy, your ex, who you talk to a couple times a month, yeah, uh, or a couple times, whatever, is not going to be your friend, that's on him. And if he is not okay with a relationship that ended a fucking year ago, that's on him. And, but a, but a real
0: friend would go, Hey, man. Like I would call you and go, hey, I have a new girlfriend. And you'd go, Who is it? I go, listen, I know this is hard to hear, but it's your sister. And we really connected and I've been treating her great. And this is I, I I know this is like kind of like a uh like a change on what you're used to or what you assumed. But I want to let you know because we're getting very serious, and I want you to be happy for me. If you're not happy for me, then maybe we need to separate a little bit until you can come to terms with this reality.
1: Right. What's her name again?
0: We don't go into names. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Uh,
1: Okay. So what you need to do is 100% you need to start doing this in probably more areas of your life than this is what makes you happy? not in a selfish way, Mm -mm. but what makes you feel whole and complete and the best version of you? Because so many times what we do is we give all of our fucking energy to people who just fucking take and who just suck because we want everyone to like us and we don't want people to say bad things about us. But remember, when they're fucking saying bad things about us, a lot of times They're just dealing with their own fucking insecurities. Jared gets a fucking special and I go, Jared's not that fucking funny. It's because Jamie (laughs) wants a special. It's not because Jared isn't funny. It's my own bullshit. And so if this guy, if what's important to you right now is this relationship that you're in, which it sounds wonderful. You even brought up fucking marriage. And if the, what should be even more important than that is you and you being able to get past this. The only one who is keeping this cheating story at the forefront of her life is you by yeah. not coming forward and just going, hey, I'm in a new fucking relationship. It's over. And maybe there'll be a day or two of heat where you have to relive this bullshit, but then it's sure. fucking done and you get to well, be in this amazing relationship.
0: Then he's either an adult or not. Because i that's why the first move is to go to this friend... If they are a friend, you can speak honestly and toughly with them. You can—it's toughly a word that sounds weird the way I said it. Okay. That works. So, so you can I mean, speak honestly. It's not a honestly. word, but it works. <laughs> you could speak honestly and give hard information to them. So, this is what I would do. I would go to the ex and be like, "Hey, man," and, and again, you might not be real friends. Let me just start by saying this: This, this, this is how I. This feel might here. not. Be, it, it might not work out between you two, and. But at least you have been released from this servitude. And I call it servitude because you're keeping up these phone calls and actively lying to make him feel good. Yep. You know, so, and And that's not how I act with
1: friends. And punishing the guy you're with. Yes. Who you care about. Hey, man,
0: I know this is going to be hard to tell you. It's been on my mind a lot, but I've been dating blankety blank. The guy I cheated on you with. Um this wasn't obviously when I cheated on you this wasn't just like a flash in the pan it wasn't just me trying to get my you know it wasn't because you and I weren't you weren't great it was because I was really feeling something for someone else that I connect with on a different level you and I work as friends him and I work on a different level I'm enjoying this I want to let you know so that I can kind of start having a life with them I hope that's okay with you if it's not I'll understand also, and we can take a minute from each other. And here's the thing. The snake starts with the head. So if he's okay with it, <sighs> the friends and family will be okay with it. Everyone will be will fall in line. If he's not okay with it, I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to look kind of bad. He's, he's going to go to his friends, t- talk yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, where it's like, hey, you remember a year ago when uh, yeah. she cheated on me because like we weren't – Right for each other. Well, now she's in a happy, stable relationship with him. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's not like you left him to fucking go like do like bukkake porn. Which again, that no, you're allowed to do that fucking too. And I would even go a step further. Maybe I'll regret saying this. Jared is right. He gave the correct advice. (laughs) But also, like, if this relationship and this friendship of yours isn't giving you anything too. And you know, yeah, feel like you're finishing up a community service fucking like penance or whatever, then you don't even have to fucking tell him this because but he is yo, an yeah. ex-boyfriend that lives in another fucking state that you occasionally talk to. Here's, where,
0: uh, here's what I would I would I would press back on that because I think this is about her mental health. This well, is about I, her feeling better. So that, and, and it only have. happens when you free yourself from this fake version of the relationship. She's keeping him as a friend. We don't know if they're real friend, really friends because they're I being got, dishonest yes, with yes, each other. Is. So I think once this gets out there, you don't have to live your life. You don't have to do the bi-monthly phone calls. You don't have to wish him well. You don't have to hear about his hookups. If you right. don't want to, this right. is, she's right. paying a penance at this you're point. You're doing this so. for
1: her. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Because it, it sounds like she needs to do something to officially forgive herself. She's not going to be able to move on with this other guy until she officially forgives herself. I mean, I went through the same shit. Would you like, rather,
0: would you rather before we end this email? Cause I want to do one more email with you. Cause we got some yeah. screenshots and I got no, a good one with us. Um, would you rather the, your girlfriend cheats on you and it's just one of a million dudes or it's the love of her life.
1: Well, this is kind of – i I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I, I was hesitantly – I've been sitting on that since the email where it's like the fact that, yeah, it's like, oh, well, good. At least fucking she cheated on me, yeah, for the love of her life. For
0: like a big reason, a good reason. Like, like that, I, I know I'm like the third character in the rom-com, but at least like, hey, like it wasn't just like – again to me is so like how, how I, and this isn't fair like this is this is like the dude way of compartmentalizing no, it's so, no, no, but no, Like
1: the, the, it's so great there's a uh fighters do this where if a fighter loses in a tournament one of the first lines you'll hear yeah but the guy who beat me ended up taking gold
0: yeah that and, and it's this. like a, a, and again like to me it makes it less personal like 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 oh you weren't just like attracted to some dude, and you weren't repulsed by me, and you just jumped someone's. No, you actually like there was like a full life to be lived together, and then maybe I them. could never offer you because we weren't the connection. No, and good they, for and, you.
1: Yes, and and that is a hundred percent true, especially because remember she said that this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, where while they were fucking on top of this camel, the relationship was fucking ending anyway. So yes. it's like and. By the way,
0: cheating, cheating doesn't just happen that way. It, it also, is a million other things that go into it. Sh-
1: yes. And sh- on, on both fucking ends and she right now is being so fucking mean to herself. But remember, how many times have like all, probably all of us listening? We're in a relationship. We know we probably shouldn't be in. Then we meet someone. We don't cheat. But once we sure. meet that person, we're like, oh. I'm set. Now I got to, you ass.
0: get, you get the blood pumps in a different way. You, and it's you, still, it's and the you same start, shit.
1: it's all lined up. Yeah. You're ready to totally. go. You're not going to have to be single and sad. And so like, dude, there are so many different versions of your, her story that are out there right now that like, yeah, the only person who is hurting herself right now is you by yeah. just being so goddamn mean when really, yeah, you cheated. And the, the fucking best case scenario happened. This, yeah, this is this life. is
0: a, this is not the normal cheating story. No. That's you never the other thing. This want, is you the one never
1: that people wanna cheat again. Like this is this great.
0: Is, this is the one people count on being their story that it's actually the exception and not yeah. the rule. You yeah. know?
1: So you cheated top notch.
0: The J Train podcast is brought to you by Solitaire Grand Harvest. Taking some time to yourself to relax and unwind is more important than ever. Playing a game can be a great way to decompress. I that's how I do it. Sometimes I'll give myself a 10-minute break to play a fun game on my phone. I love that. That's a, and you know what? It it takes my I can feel my mind unraveling I can feel my head loosen up you know that feeling of your eyes squinting because you're thinking hard on different things throughout your day what am I going to do next what's my job going to be what's my should I wake up should I go to bed should I be working out should I be eating better No, no 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 take 10 minutes to play a fun game on your phone, like Solitaire Grand Harvest. Solitaire Grand Harvest is a super relaxing treat for the mind full of fun and challenging levels. You can play anywhere, anytime. Play your cards right to advance and earn an hourly bonus based on how many crops you grow. The more you play, the more crops you can harvest and the more bonuses to collect. Spin the bonus wheel to grab even more surprises like free coins, bonus cards, extra harvests and more. It's solitaire like you've never seen and it's free to play. Connect your social accounts to see how your friends are progressing in the game. Have some friendly competition while you're stuck at home. And when you need to take a load off, Solitaire Grand Harvest is a fun way to unwind. I, I have to say, I play this game all the time. I love it. It, it is the perfect way for me to just sit there and, and kind of unwind and kind of get the, the gears to stop grinding for 10 minutes. I use, it every, I use this game every day. So whether you're stuck inside or just dreaming of the great outdoors, now you can have a fun farm-style getaway right at your fingertips. Download Solitaire Grand Harvest for free today in the Apple App Store, Google Play, and Amazon. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Jamie Kilstein. At the K- Jamie Kelstein on Instagram. The album, 25% capacity, the podcast, the fuck ups guide to self-help. Let's do one more. I forwarded it to you. There are screenshots Me? here. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm going to start reading because we got to get to the end here. I'm going
1: to get my phone um, in mode.
0: This is exciting. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to get right to it because, okay. In June, I started hooking up with this guy. Go to his place, have some food, Netflix and chill. We, he lived with his sister, so we could only hang out while she was at work. We both worked from home, but she did not have that luxury. I live with family, so my place was never an option. We agreed the whole summer that we really liked what we had. We would hang out a few times each week and text daily. Then in September, I got a new job and no longer work from home. At the same time, he started pulling away, so I called him out on it. See attached, labeled A, numbered in order. I know there's a lot. I'm sorry. So labeled A. Hey, blank is around now. So I'll be him. You be her okay, hold on. or I'll be her. You be him. Whatever you want. I don't you go first. Hey, this is him. Hey, blank isn't around now.
1: So does that mean you can't call? I don't really hear. I don't want her to hear. Right. I mean, I've been home with my family since 445 and I don't want them to hear. So I go out of my apartment.
0: Where should I go? The hallway outside. She's going into her room in a few
1: minutes. Wait, can't you even go upstairs, or will she still hear you?
0: To watch TV. Sounds good. As for progression, that could mean... Uh, dude, I, have I don't know no if idea these what are the, the right is order. Yeah, but I don't I'm know try- what the order but I'm tr- is. But
1: I'm trying to sell it.
0: I know. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure
1: out... Oh, yeah, because there's a... Unless that's a different day. Oh, maybe you know, can we all just go on the honor system and stop screenshotting each other?
0: <laughs> I didn't not know. that was going to happen.
1: There have been so many times, uh, like way like way back in the day, when uh, people would be like, I'm like, yeah, this girl's getting weird. And my friends would be like, well, did you take screenshots? And I'm like, no, because I'm not a fucking maniac. But now I'm like, oh, does everybody do <laughs> this? Everything
0: you've ever texted with a woman has been screenshot. Oh, That's my God. That's the lesson. Let's start. Okay, so September 9th. Let's start with that. You um, see that? that's the earliest I got.
1: What's the opening? It's her going, hey,
0: what's going on? Um,
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're way the fuck back there. All right, cool. So, hey, what's going on? Mass layoffs at my company. Not me, thankfully, but just getting off work now. So,
0: I'll be him. That's him. So, you say, hey, what's going on?
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: Mass layoffs at my company. Not me, thankfully, but just getting off work now.
1: Holy shit. That must've been tough. I'm glad you didn't get laid off. I was just wondering because I feel like we've been super distanced. Like I haven't been over in about two weeks. We haven't really hung out even longer than that. And there's been no real plans made for us to hang out. Also, I feel like we haven't been talking as much and I'm just wondering what's going on. I don't want to step back with you. I like you and I want to keep progressing uh, with you, but I'm not sure where you're at. And then let see. Oh, here we go. I don't wanna so then I went one before. I don't wanna step back with you. I like you, and I don't wanna keep progressing with but I'm not sure where you're at. If you don't want to keep progressing forward with me, I need to move on.
0: Well, the past two weeks I've been going back and forth to blank. So there's that. I've also been trying to be there for my dad and help him out because he is so stressed about his business. He's at a point he doesn't even know if he wants to do it anymore. Kylie has been having people over a whole bunch before her college classes start in two weeks, and she won't have the time to see friends. And to be honest, tonight I just don't have any energy to get into it. They laid off 20 people today, some of whom were real friends, and they had me work for two hours extra to help out. As for progression, that could mean many things, so I would welcome the conversation, but not today. But if you are... Uh, okay that could be many things So I would welcome the conversation But not today But if you are at a point of needing to move on Or whatnot, I understand
1: uh, I guess you have a lot going on I just would have appreciated more communication Before the silence If you want we can call tomorrow And talk about what progress could be like I can't talk tonight anyways
0: Okay yes we could talk about it tomorrow
1: That sounds great I get out at four So then tomorrow Hey done. Hey What's up? <laughs> Nothing much. I thought we were gonna call. I'm gonna hop on a call for like an hour.
0: I was waiting for you to call or text me. Can you call me right now?
1: Can I call you at eight ish?
0: <laughs> we're really getting all the this is <laughs> like I guess I was saying no now because Kylie is at home, but I understand you're working because Kylie isn't at home now. Hey, Kylie is around now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Um I, I guess is this the M one? Call me when you can? And then it just disappears. I mean, I can give all the advice right now. Yeah. Um, so then
0: her on September 11th.
1: Where's that? It better be fucking honoring the brave men and women that we lost. Um, she,
0: it better say never forget at some point. <laughs> in this at least thing. Like s-
1: slipped in. And if the guy doesn't go along with the bit, fucking get rid of him. <laughs> I have no idea. September 9th. It's, hey,
0: so all I ever wanted.
1: Um. Oh, man. I might be.
0: So basically, they're going back and forth, and they're realize she's realizing oh, she's it. not going to get a call from him.
1: Yeah. So go silent. Hey. So uh, whatever. Wanted with honesty because I'm a straight shooter. Anyways, I deserve better. So this is over. I'll stop by on my way home to get my book and money. <laughs> I'll let you know what time uh, that will be when I know. And then what I think is the best line of all of it.
0: He writes back. Okay.
1: Great. Nailed
0: it. So, uh, and then in October, she's probably going to have us read these. just throwing it out there. If you say no or don't respond, I get it. Respect it. But is there any chance of a one-off fuck he wrote in October? Real gentleman. He wrote that? Yeah. So that was, so we're going to get to that point, not to get at us over. So I'll read the rest of the email. Um, I went to his place on my way home. Quickly walked in, grabbed my what little stuff I had there, and turned to leave. He asked me if we could talk for a bit. I said sure. He then asked if this was really over. I said yes. He asked what changed my mind, and I told him uh, about him freaking out at the word "relationship," followed by learning about uh, Miss Peru was just a one-two punch. Who's Miss Peru? Oh shit! I skipped a whole paragraph. I'm out of fucking order. Hold on. So he then was able to call me, and we were discussing where we were at. I mentioned relationship. He instantly started freaking out, saying we were not in relationship. I then explained I just went relationships like two people interacting with each other, not boyfriend girlfriend. He then went on in the call saying good because there's this girl in Peru. We live in Northeast U.S. who no one can compare to, and he is waiting for her to come to the states. We uh, got Wait, a 98 Beyonce situation. He said that to her. Now I know we're just having fun, but this hurt me. Maybe I was in farther than he was or whatever. But the call ended shortly after that. The next day I texted him B. So this is madness. Yeah. So fast forward two months. Oh, I went to his place on the way home, quickly walked in, grabbed what little stuff I had there, turned to leave. He asked me if we could talk for a bit. I said, sure. He then asked if this was really over. I said, yes. He asked what changed my mind and when I told him about him freaking out at the word relationship followed by learning about Miss Peru was just a one-two punch at uh, at the end of something fizzling out so I felt this was over. He said, okay, and that I would never hear from him again. I wanted to trust his words but the instant I got in my car, I took your advice and blocked him on all social media and blocked his number. Fast forward two months and I got a new phone. Apparently, With that, his number is unblocked, and I got messages. He apparently sent me while his number was blocked, the most recent being a few days ago, CC. And then that's letter C. I know I did all the right things by blocking him. I did not want him back. But part of me feels bad and feels like I should respond. Jared, I followed your advice and blocked him. But what do I do when I get when they get unblocked? Please help. So I guess his unblocked message was just throwing it out there. If, they say, if you say no or don't respond, I get it and respect it. But is there any chance for a one-off fuck? At a what real po- gentleman. My girlfriend yeah. just outwardly just grossed out by that.
1: Yeah. At what point are you like... I owe that guy a response to that. Like,
0: <laughs> and then that. he wrote back two uh, two weeks later. Hey, and then another uh, a day later from that. I
1: miss you. So, which <laughs> by the way, she, that means he was full of shit about saying that if you don't respond, I'll respect it. He's yeah, fucking harassing you for well.
0: Posting. Also, it shows you how quickly she forgot him. Going any chance for a fuck? And then she's like, "Ew." And then it's like, "I miss you." Well, he was a nice guy. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah,
0: I yeah. think the the point of this email, and sorry, it got so jumbled, is that it
1: was like it was like a memento. It was great.
0: Yeah, he is looking for this relationship to stay in one place. Hey, let's have a fuck. And then the minute you said, I want more, he goes, Ah, I guess not. And then the minute he let a little time go past and he was like, hey, let me see if this woman who said yes to my naked body before will say yes again. Maybe she forgot that she wants something more. Maybe she has come to terms with I won't be more and is signing up for my plan. And I think she shouldn't answer. She shouldn't respond. Know that it's always going to be. Hey, let's fuck. I'll be really nice in person. And then the minute you want more, he's going to back away and say, whoa, 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 not a relationship. And then he's going to come back a few weeks later to see if you will come back to his terms. It is a reoffer of the contract. It's someone who's trying to sell you. This is a salesman.
1: Yeah. You blocked him before he outed himself as such a horrendous piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> so, the fact that then he sent you a horrendous piece of shit message should not be like all it is for you. You got lucky. This is actually yeah. reassurance. This is evidence as you screenshot it and sent it to us as an exhibit C that yeah. you made the right decision by blocking him. When you see that message, you should go. Oh my fucking God, disaster averted. You should <laughs> laugh at how cartoonish this guy is and then gleefully block him again. This is just. Reassurance for you. I mean, what the advice I was gonna icing give, on the uh, on the blocking cake. Yes, I mean the advice I was going to give before he turned into such a shit bag, which is that man, people just need to communicate more and think about other people's feelings. And this has been something that I've really been working on. Where it's like the second I see, even if we're just flirting, even if some girl sent me your fucking tits on Instagram and like says I don't expect anything back, the second I'm like. This isn't going to go anywhere. I'm going to tell them because I don't want yeah. someone sadly sending their tits to me every day. Um, you can't well, make- and
0: also this guy, he's never going to do that because he's getting everything he wants. And yes. the minute you offered him something he didn't want, he goes, whoa, relationship. I got a woman in Peru. And it's like, yeah. okay, and this you're is- just trying to keep me As a comfortable, at a comfortable place for you with no care of anything that I want.
1: A hundred percent. And the, look, I think we were talking about how women have different expectations than men when it comes to cheating. It's also the same with one night stands or fuck buddies or whatever, right? Um, And I just want to be very clear. If a woman finds dudes that she just wants to fucking bang, bang away. You deserve... To come, you deserve to bang. However, this guy, don't bang this guy. This (laughs) guy's a fucking asshole. You can still have respect for yourself and bang a different guy every day but this guy has been leading you on treating you like shit literally was like oh by the way can we talk because uh i've met the woman of my dreams you will never top her she lives in peru have you heard of peru hey stay a while so we can talk more about this like this guy just treated you like you know why why the woman
0: you know why the woman in peru is the woman of his dreams because she's in peru she has not this to never, deal with his he, he shit. He never ha- yeah. Well, and also, he never has to be... Uh, he never has to make time for her. Right. He never has to try. And right. this is a... You said, hey, I want more trying. And he was like, whoa! Yeah. Dude, people Run forget... Run away.
1: People forget that there are so many... So many people out there. And yeah. a lot of times when we settle for stuff like this, this is what I've learned. This is the first year I've been alone. And what I learned is that all of the shitty relationships I was in were because I had such little respect for myself that anytime a girl was like, I will date you, I was just fucking happy to be there. And I was like, it's, great. It's, like, yeah. red flags, put them in the closet. Like, we'll fucking <laughs> we'll figure that shit out later. Uh, and, and then, by the way, like, uh, that would lead to, like, me being an idiot in the relationship as well, and so I'm not it's, saying it's it a was
0: self-fulfilling all it's self fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Things go off of things, and, and yes. that's the
1: way it works. And now that I've been fucking alone, and I know what I want my life to look like, one, the kind of girls who are approaching me are like, what, like, I, I would call, I, I have to work hard uh, to be nicer to myself, but like, out of my league. But also, like, once I see. The thing that's not going to make it work, then I can go, hey, you know, and because. Well, because, now you
0: know what you're looking for because of that. Yes. And you're not using someone else to, to get through your hole. own
1: shit. Yeah. Right. And it's like, if I have a girl who's like, hey, you know, uh, just so you know, I'm in a relationship with a guy in Peru and he's way better than you'll ever be. And I'm probably not going to call you for a while. And then I'm going to be like, hey, you want to fuck? Like, I was going to be like, I want as far away from this yeah. as humanly possible. So I would say, to the person writing in, and really to a lot of people who are going through this shit, especially over quarantine. There's a lot of people moving fucking fast, uh, uh, fast and loose with jumping into relationships because they're lonely or trying to get laid because they're lonely. Dude, I have, again, city I've never been in, lost everything. And I was like, cool, I'm gonna spend every day figuring out who I want to be. And I'm waking up early and I'm meditating and I'm working out and I'm breathing, I'm doing all this shit. And now it's gonna take a dope ass girl to come in, uh, And if there's not one, I'm okay with that as well. So the key with relationships is like, you want to be a whole person. I'm a whole person. We meet and we make our lives doper. It's not, I need someone to fill this hole that I'm so desperate for anyone that I'll have Peru girlfriend want to fuck or I'll have crazy girlfriend who like fucking hits me. Like, you know what I mean? And all
0: of this is also easier said than done. This is hard. It takes work. And that's the reality.
1: Dude, I'm 38 and I just figured it out this year. Like literally, I'm this year at I'm almost Listen, 40. And we're happy
0: we're all figuring it out. Jamie Kilstein, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Thanks, pal. J Train Podcast at jima.com. I'm Jared Freed. Mondays and Thursdays we're here every episode. We'll be back next week. Boom.